Well, whoops, <laughs> good afternoon and welcome to episode 186 of The Other Round Live. I'm Passive J. Well, folks, uh, Sunday is upon us, which makes it my Friday. Yay. I don't have to work tomorrow, so I'm a happy camper. Week just fucking flew by for me for some reason. Uh, it seems to be happening more and more often. The days are long, but the weeks are short. Like the, the individual workday seems like it lasts forever, but then I blink and the, week's, and the week is over. I think it's a, just one of those things about getting old. Uh, you guys know the routine. I'm going to look for some news topics to talk about. You guys are going to call in uh, with stuff that has nothing to do with the news topics I'm talking about. And we'll just go from there. Uh, I see it's just Clarence and the juicer at the moment. So I'm assuming the rest of you guys will be here in a moment. Uh, I said moment twice. That's horrible. <laughs> I almost feel like I shouldn't be throwing topics at you two because I know you guys don't give a shit about them. <laughs> so how did your... Uh, how did your uh, fight companion go last night? I know both of you are, were doing it with the slide out. You should call in about that. Call in, Clarence. All right, maybe not. <laughs> All right, well, we'll find something to talk about instead. Let's see, what do we have? Well, this is a football thing. I think you guys are both into football. Uh, I can't. Why did I pick a, a, a headline where I can't say the guy's fucking name? <laughs> Tua Taglavia video. Tag Oveil Loa, Ta yeah, <laughs> that guy says he's going to live on his endorsement money and save his $30 million rookie deal for later. Um, apparently, uh, he got a $30 million signing uh, bonus, rookie deal sort of thing like that. And this is what he said about it. He says, I'm going to be living off my marketing money. So I guess that's what they meant by endorsement deals. So the endorsement money that I get and then everything else else is just put to the side. So the money I'm making for my contract, that's put to the side. So none of that's going to be seen. It's, <laughs> um, it's really me on the app. How many, how much money I want to transfer each month into my savings? You, you know, you know. <laughs> and then, and then he, I have a spending account. And at the end of the month, my financial advisors give me the breakdown of what I spent, how much I spent this month, and really, that's all there is to it. <laughs> that's pretty smart, actually. So apparently, they say he's not touching a cent of his rookie deal with the Dolphins valued at 30.3 million over four years and instead he's just going to live uh, off the money and make some endorsements i wonder how much that is um uh he is he is a rookie i i won't i don't know is he a rookie i don't i don't follow uh, football enough to know if this is his first year or not the name sounds familiar so it doesn't feel like this is his first year um so um but regardless yeah I, how much money I, do you think he makes on his endorsements I don't know how I don't really know how that goes in the uh, NFL world. I know if it's in the MMA world, unless you're like one of the very top people, it's not a ton of money. It I guess it used to be back in the day. Uh, you, you could make a fair amount of money just you know having a whole bunch of different sponsors. Um, but now that they've taken out the uh, being able to have it in the ring, which is the entire purpose of sponsoring, really, uh, you see most of the UFC people don't make any money on sponsors at all. So, um, apparently in football, they can do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> I maybe, maybe there might be restrictions on who can be their sponsor, but apparently this dude thinks he's going to make enough money doing his, uh, different endorsement deals. They won't even have to touch his actual paycheck, which is good for him. It's a good idea to, um, take that money and, and store it away. Cause, uh, when you're an athlete making money, uh, or a musician, musician as well, I would imagine, uh, your actual career is nine times out of 10, pretty short. So uh, it's it's easy to get used to that entire you know rock star uh, you know NFL star lifestyle and then realize that five years after you stop playing you don't have any money. That's um, which which is understandable. It's you know when you're making that much money every year, it's uh, hard to imagine you know that you won't be making that. Um, especially with I from a musician probably even more so than an athlete because athlete athletes realistically know that eventually their body isn't going to let them make money anymore uh musicians can technically play uh, into their 60s and 70s and 80s you know and still uh, be profitable uh I mean it's super the thing is it's super duper fucking rare I mean, like the Rolling Stones and fucking maybe a couple or dozen bands have uh, toured once the past once they were past 40s or 50s really um and at a high level, I mean, you see a lot of bands at that age playing at like festivals and things like that, but they're, they're not making, they're not making like millions and millions of dollars a year doing that anymore. Like they did in their heyday. Uh, no, the juicer, uh, 
I didn't see your post. Is it recent within the last uh, half hour or so? And I feel like I need to go to the OG and see uh, what he's talking about. Let me see. Uh, oh, yes, you did. Someone did post on it. Hold on a second. Let me look. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Actually, I saw that. Uh, uh, I was trying to sign up to it for it earlier, but it wouldn't let me for some reason. It kept on telling me I had to pick a different username or some shit like that. I tried a billion ones. It seemed like it wasn't working right. Um, so, but yeah, once uh, uh, tomorrow when I uh, have more time to fuck with it, I'm going to try to figure out why it wouldn't let me sign up and check it out. I haven't checked it out yet or not. It's free, but with in-app in purchases, so I'm not sure what kind of, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking, workability it's going to give us. It sounds promising, though. It says stuff about making up your own custom leads, leagues so we can set our seasons up into however many events we want and all that good shit uh, from the little bit I read. Um, it is only on the uh, your phone, though, so for uh, anybody that doesn't uh, like using their phone for that kind of thing, they'd be unhappy about it, but I think it's a good compromise. It, it bummed me out. Apparently, it used to be on the computer, too, but uh, I read something that the guy wrote saying that he's basically a one-man operation doing it, so he had to decided to focus on one or the other and, and chose to focus on the phone app part. But uh, it almost has to be better than MMA Playground, to be honest with you. Fuck, it's so broken now. How, what, I have no clue what they're going to do. P, uh, I didn't even look at the... I bet as though I had $1,000 instead of the 40000 that I have, but I'm homelander said he bet more than you know a thousand dollars so and they let the entire thing go through so they i have no clue what they're what they're going to do for the uh, uh money part of it the fight pick stuff eventually i'm assuming they'll reset that and do the points that, and give us the points for that season that's relatively simple uh but the the betting part i don't know how they can unfuck that up oh yeah, but speaking of that, uh, yeah, apparently uh, um, everybody else is upset about the thing not working as well. What I, did you sure said there's three different ones? What I miss? Uh, oh, did you post more than once? <laughs> uh, I was, oh, I was looking at. Hold on a second. I, I just glanced at it and saw the one that I was using and didn't. Uh, give me another second. Fight Picks was the one I was looking at. Um, I just saw the one that you posted about. It. I don't see any. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's. Uh, you have links to two, to uh, to three different things. Uh, DraftKings, I, I haven't looked at it all, but from what I understand, it costs money. Uh, I could be wrong. And this BSMMA.com, I haven't looked at, at that one at all, so I'll do so while we're talking because that's a, definitely a good thing for a show. Um, okay, it's another app one. Yeah, I haven't tried that one. Oh, they're looking for beta testers. Uh, so apparently they're uh, it's not out yet. Yeah, yeah, that's the the BS MMA that's coming soon. It's apparently not out yet. So, uh, but but eventually I'll figure out the fight picks one. I don't know why it's denying me the fight picks I so richly deserve. Um, but I'll check it out. That one feels the name of it makes me feel like it's a betting site as well. But it just says fantasy MMA. Um, so uh, I don't know how that's going to work for for sure, but I'll definitely do some investigation because you guys are 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 all right. Uh, MMA playground sucks now. It used to be it used to be cool, but you know back in the day. But I went to their Twitter to complain because uh, you know uh, I was pretty bummed out about it, and I checked, and they haven't tweeted since last March. <laughs> so uh, uh, you know about a year and a half ago, like not March of 2020, March of 2019 was the last time they tweeted. So it makes me wonder how much of the process for that website is automated and if possibly they abandoned ship a long time ago and it was just running right along until some code error and now there's nobody to fucking fix it. Oh, hold on a second. We got slide out calling in. What up, homie? So who, uh, can, can, why don't we all just say our point totals? I, do, I can't even see my point total. I don't even know where to find it. If I found it, I guarantee you anybody can. And it was oh, very yeah. painful, but I found it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go on. Let me look. Uh, do, do go to the results. My fight can. I, I don't even know what's good or what isn't. It's my first round. I, I got 60 points. I went 8 and 3. Nice. Uh, I'm looking at league. See, when I look at league leaderboards, it, show, it still shows the last ones, uh, event stats. Uh, I mean, I, I can know if you click on the overview. Does it. Show? I don't. I, 
I'd like to know what 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 you know Bukaki by bombers got. Oh, oh, see, I, can't, I can't where I can't even figure out how you're seeing what how many points you got. I can't. I don't know where to check it on mine at this point. Uh, you might my pick them history maybe. Huh. I can I can send you a screenshot. It shows oh, each play in the, in the to- point total over to the right of it. Um, for all of us? No, I only see mine. Okay, now where are you looking at right now? Uh, it's under the big show. Okay, you, you just clicked on the big show, right? Okay. Yeah, hang on. I know this is simulating podcasting. <laughs> we, we shouldn't ruin your show right now trying to figure this out. No, right? no, no. I, 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 won't, I won't sleep well if I don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, actually. We, you know, we shouldn't drag the show out doing this. So you, if so you, you want, yeah, I'll get the steps for you, and I'll put it in a text or something, or I'll post it on the OG on where no you worry. click to see uh, your don't stuff. Worry. Don't worry about it. I'll figure it out eventually. And if nothing else, it, you know... Um, if we had, we we might end up being going to a different website anyway, so it will it'll be kind of irrelevant. Oh, Bukaki got thirty-eight. Oh man, how are you? Okay, now I gotta know how. <laughs> well, I I don't know, man. If I don't double what he does to me, that's a loss. So congratulations, fucker, you win with 30, <laughs> 38 to sixty because I let myself down. You can't beat me, bitch. Only I can beat me. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you guys are seeing this shit. It's driving me up a wall. I'm very unhappy now. This is, after all, I'm the one who told you guys about this website. You figure I'd be able to figure it out, right? Oh, that gave me a ser- server error when I tried that shit. Holy crap. Don't click on that. <laughs> uh, I give up. Don't worry about it, guys. I'll figure it out some other day. I don't want, I don't want this dead air I'm clicking on shit. Uh, oh, sly bailed. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but uh, the, the fantasy th- stuff is a lot of fun, guys. Uh, if you haven't tried it yet, I highly recommend it. Um, way better than fantasy football, where I'm getting my ass handed to me this year. I'm, I'm going to be zero and three, zero and fucking three. I've never went zero and three. I've never lost three in a row. I came in second last year out of fourteen teams. I thought I was getting pretty good at this shit. Uh, I just had like my number one pick and my number four pick both get hurt in the week one. And then I wasn't diligent about watching for other people like I should have been, you know, so everyone else is making moves and picking up injuries, uh, you know, secondary people because of injuries. And uh, I just wasn't into it the first couple of weeks. Uh, I had two people that I thought would be decent replacements for the people that got hurt on, on the bench. So I threw them in there and then lost three games in a row with it. <laughs> so I need to either get my shit together or, or accept the fact that I'm uh, probably not going to do well this year. I mean, it's not over yet. I, w- I only went seven and six last year, and I, but I got into the playoffs, and I ended up smoking everybody uh, until until I got the championship game and lost that one. But uh, that's still not a nice little chunk of change uh, since we all throw in a hundred dollars to play. <laughs> but uh, but uh, this year, I don't know. It just doesn't feel as much fun for me. I don't know why I'm not paying attention like I should. Anyways, do you guys any of you guys play in fantasy football leagues or is this a fantasy MMA thing? The only thing you got, that you guys got going on as far as that goes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's find something else to talk about until we have another caller. Um, I don't know. This might be interesting. Five Republican U.S. senators have urged Netflix to drop plans for a TV adaptation of a Chinese science fiction series. Um, Lawmakers, led by blah, 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 take issue with the author of The Three-Body Problem, Liu Cyan, and his defense of China's treatment of Urugu Muslims. Oh, (laughs) Netflix had announced earlier this month that they would be turning the book and its two sequels into an English-language live-action TV series led by the creators of Game of Thrones. Uh, and Lou was set to serve as a consulting producer. Um, the senators pointed to Lou's comments in a 2019 interview in The New Yorker. Uh, he was asked about uh, China's clampdown on Muslims in the Xi'an region, where a uh, United Nations report had estimated that around 1 million people, mostly ethnic Uyghurs, which I'm saying wrong, 
were detained in camps and subject to ideological education. And Lou was quoted as saying, would you rather they be hacking away at bodies at train stations and schools and terrorist attacks? If anything, the government is helping their economy and trying to lift them out of poverty. So uh, apparently the uh, some people have taken offense to that. <laughs> uh, and uh, so they're trying to get his uh, series canceled, which they may or may not do. It depends. I'm sure um, those comments are about a year old. So you think Netflix would probably be aware of them. Uh, and they still went ahead with the... Um, Serious, uh, which I haven't read the book, but apparently it's pretty good. Good. I saw somebody in the OG mention it the other day, so I, but I have no clue what it's about. Some science fiction uh, topic, obviously. Yeah. Oh, Clarence said that's the first ever fantasy shit, shit for me. Um, and this is and fantasy football is not much like this. It's a little bit. I mean, you still get points every week, and uh, you know, and you, and you strive toward your playing, but it's uh, a lot more head-to-head matchup. Like, I'm playing somebody this week, and I'll either get a win or a loss. So they try to make it more like football like that. Um, and I don't even really follow football all that much. I just uh, like the the shooting the shit and the you know, camaraderie aspect of playing it at work. Uh, to me, it's just a numbers thing. That's why I do okay, because I, I, I understand numbers. I don't know shit about football, but I understand numbers. <laughs> and that's all the game really comes down to. Uh, what numbers uh, and yeah and the yahoo fantasy thing is pretty easy like that because it gives a prediction that most of the time is kind of accurate so if nothing else it's a uh it tells you who you should probably be playing on your team one second i need a glass of water or just a drink of water uh, i can't drink a whole glass that'd be bad mm, sorry about that let's see my wife no when it was oh that's neat no no I didn't hear anybody sneeze, so I lose my mind. My dog's playing with Pretoria again, uh, which is a constant thing. You guys, have, I'm sure, I know some of you guys have dogs. Do you have a dog that constantly wa- constantly wants to chase the ball that you throw, twenty four seven? I've never seen her get tired, and she's a big chunky looking dog. Well, she's a little dog, but she's stocky. She's a part pit bull, pit bull chihuahua mix. <laughs> uh, she looks like a chihuahua that took a lot of steroids, <laughs> but. Uh, she wants you to throw that ball 24 seven. She never gets tired. Our other dog will be playful and active for a while, but then she just wants to sit down and cuddle, cuddle with you. She's done, you know, acting out. She's tired. Uh, but our little dog, Sadie, fucking endless energy, endless. If you wanted to sit there and throw that uh, ball for eight hours, she would be all about it. How about you guys? And you guys got pets? And by pets, I mean like cats or dogs. I don't things like fish don't count. <laughs> That's pet or pet or not a uh, pet. Excuse me, fish are not a pet. They're like you know uh, decorations. I've never made an emotional connection, you know, with a fish. I've never wanted to like take that fish out and pet it or take the fish for a walk around. <laughs> fish are just like something to look at. Uh, the juicer, uh, he says, he has a dog and a cat. 16 chickens and two cows. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming, yeah, well, I don't know you've talked about it before. Obviously, you're, you're not living in the city. <laughs> um, oh, and Clarence brought the, brought the party down by saying he used to, but they're all dead. Yeah, and trust me, I, you know, since I worry about everything, that's something I think about a lot. I'm like, uh, and I've told my wife before in certain ways, uh, in certain ways I'm upset that she got the dogs because now I'm emotionally attached to something that's eventually going to die. And I don't want to look forward to that. That's, that's why I didn't have pets really. Well, part of it's because I'm fucking lazy and didn't want to take care of them. Uh, but that was the other part of it was, you know, I just didn't want to get emotionally attached to them. It fucking sucks when a pet dies. Um, oh, our, 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 Rock, man, I can't speak. Uh, Rock G uh, says he has a 30-year-old turtle. Okay, you might be emotionally attached to a 30-year-old turtle, especially if you had it all 30 years. I don't, uh, I, I, I don't know uh, how uh, smart they are or anything like that, if or if they can do an emotional attachment. If I had a 30-year-old turtle, I'd be bummed out if it died. I don't think it would. I'd be bummed out about a 30-year-old fish that died, though. I'd be like, meh, fish. Oh man, I'm parched. Yeah, I don't know why I keep on needing water. <coughs> and Bomber says he has ten cats. I don't. Do you really? Do you really have ten cats? I'm not sure if I believe that. <laughs> That's that'd be a lot of cats because we have we have two dogs and a cat, and uh, 
to me, that's too much. <laughs> we have a small house, though. If it was a bigger house, it wouldn't be a bigger deal. Uh, but, uh, oh, wow. You actually do have uh, 10 cats. Well, that's cool. Uh, how big is your house? See, my, my house is only like a thousand square feet. It's, it's, it's not a very big house. Uh, the, the wife had originally wanted bigger dogs. I talked to her in the smaller ones. <laughs> One bedroom. Now, I'm, I'm not sure if I believe you, sir. <laughs> um, 10 cats in a one bedroom. Uh, but yeah, our, our, our house is small. Uh, she'd want a bigger, uh, animals, but I told her that, no, that's, that's ridiculous. It's not fair to a, uh, anything more than a small dog to keep them in, you know, a house this small. They don't have that much room to run around. Um, we take them for walks and stuff, but you know, that's where that they can't get the, the majority of their exercise from that. Cause you know, we can at the most do that once a day. And honestly, we don't take them for walks that often cause they don't want to go. <laughs> they don't like going on walks. Uh, we, I have the backyard enclosure that I, um, had uh, made for them as well and honestly they don't spend a lot of time out there really um they run around the inside of the house they're small enough that this small house is actually like a goodly good playing room for them so they run back and forth quite a bit uh but it'd still be nicer to have a, a bigger house with a, a bigger yard uh, my my actual yard is fucking huge I, I have a one acre lot but i only have like 30 foot by 30 foot uh, of it uh, fenced in because uh, uh it's fencing is fucking expensive <laughs> So I, that was, I was not looking for them to have some place to run around as much as I was looking for some, a place for them to go out and use the restroom well, without me having to hook them up onto like a chain or, you know, a, a leash or anything like that to, you know, to go out or, or heaven forbid, go out there and you know, with a leash and just walk them around the backyard. Um, growing up, we had uh, a couple dogs, uh, but the, um, house that I grew up at, the, uh, the yard was fenced in. So when I grew up, the, having a dog was the, you, tra you train the dog to ask to go outside, you open up the door and the dog just runs outside. Uh, so all the, which seems like a very sensible way to do it. So all these people that you'll know, take their dog for a walk to poop every day or, t or, you know, take them on a leash into the backyard. Um, that seems like a, um, not so awesome way to do it if you can avoid it. So that's, that's what we we're working on here. Uh, I actually have a couple, uh, dog doors that I'm going to have install installed, uh, tomorrow. Most likely uh, I have a, my wife's brother is going to come over and help me do it. Um, I'm not super awesome with my hands, so I'm probably let him do the saw part. <laughs> uh, the last thing I want to do is fuck that shit up. I don't want to go out and buy another door. Uh, so we're going to be putting a, uh, and I might have to actually, as it turns out, because we're putting a dog door in the uh, door that goes out to my breezeway. So this is like a regular outside storm door, a modern, you know, a door. And then I'm putting one that goes into the backyard uh that goes from the breezeway into the backyard enclosure and that door is probably uh 70 uh 80 about 90 years old <laughs> i'm not i'm not kidding it's a really super old really brittle uh it's dry rotted or something like that it's it's so old that it's developed cracks that you can see sunlight for it through it's not a very effective uh, door um so he's afraid that when he, uh, and I, and he rightly as he should be, he's afraid that when he goes to like, uh, cut a hole into it, the entire thing's just going to disintegrate or some shit. <laughs> so I'm hoping it doesn't because I don't really want to go out, but it's my breezeways, uh, where I work out. So it would be nice to have a better insulated one, but the, the to be totally honest, the other door that comes in from the front of the house to the breezeway. Out, so outside, uh, to the breezeway is just as fucked up. <laughs> so, um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sad situation. I, I have a propane heater out there to help keep me from dying when I work out there in the winter. And, and, and I did have a whole bunch of insulation put up in the roof part. That's the best I could do for that. Um, passive J putting in dog doors going into Michigan winter. Yes, most definitely. I'm putting in dog doors cause that means I don't have to have the door hanging open while they come in and out. Um, and that way, you know, that, and also for, I don't want them sitting outside. What well, if I sit down and wait for them to come back inside? It's just going to be easier. Dog doors have those slot things anyways. If, uh, uh, it won't be a big deal. Uh, dog doors are, it's not like you can take them out for the winter. So I don't think what time I'm, uh, of the year that I'm installing them is really relevant. No, uh, -uh they, they're not going to get out of the fence. The, the, the fence is, uh, has some pretty good bad cosmetic uh, errors, but as far as like its function as keeping a, a dog inside, it's worked out pretty uh, inside of it. It's worked out pretty good so far. Uh, the bottom of its taunt—that's the only thing I worry about. 
put down lattice reinforcement. I had, I had that lattice shit all over my house at one point. I've taken most of it down, though. <laughs> it doesn't weather very well. I think I have just a little bit of the trim underneath my porch to keep animals from, like, making a, making a new life under my porch. Uh, <laughs> I don't want the circle of life going on underneath there. Um, and I think uh, along the bottom of the ramp, there's a piece just to keep uh, the dogs from going inside of it. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, and also on the, uh, and, and also going along one side of it to keep the them from like jumping off the side of it, uh, um, and like getting their cord bound up in it when I was letting them outside on a line. <laughs> Bombers are saying, "Fuck the heaters, work out like rock, rock, Rocky and Rocky Four. <laughs> I never said I didn't watch Rocky Four. I most certainly did. It's yeah, been a little while, but I've seen it. Um. But no, it, dude. When I say it's you know cold, when, I, when, I, when it says I have a heater, get remember those doors are pretty bad. Uh, and I also have a uh, a window in there that's not even the regular window. It's like the storm window part of it, so it's it's not very well sealed. So even with the heater, it's probably about I get it up to about fifty. <laughs> and if once if I can get it up to fifty, that's good enough to work out. What up, Sly? Uh, I I can't refind it. I know it sounds like I should be able to redo it again, but I, I don't. I don't have an answer for it. There's so many things to click on on this site. I know, and they need to clean that shit up quite a bit. But the, the I I took a photo so you can see everything, and I'll, I'll copy and paste the link on the OG right now. All right, if you want, like I said, it's not a huge deal. Eventually, so, it'll work that shit out, and if they don't work that shit out, we're gonna move. So, if you guys follow that same link, it'll probably show you the same thing. Yeah, probably. So, uh, well, I guess I should probably check it out then, huh? That's the best I can do, brother. Uh, right on, man. Oh, let's see. Do, 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 do. You, I can, uh, yeah, let me know when you post that shit, man. I appreciate I'm that. Gonna, right, it's up there. I'm going to put the link right now. I'm muting. My okay, coolio. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's just the, the normal results thing. Uh, so I don't know why I can't get to that. Yeah, that should just be the event event results. But when I go to that, it just it's the actual uh, um, section is not available. It, I don't have the ability to to look at that like you are. That's fucked up. <laughs> Try that link I just put there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just checked it out and uh, yeah. No, I just, I, it, it, I, that wasn't the link to my to the results. I just put the link on there directly to the page. Oh, okay. Hold on a second. I'll just do the same thing. I, yeah. It ends in a four fifty one. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I see one. the one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Just when I cl click on that link, it goes to your picks. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I still don't. Uh, I still don't know how to find that. But like I said, it'll, it'll work itself out. Um, it is kind of weird that apparently it's so fucked up that some people are having issues with it and some of them aren't at this point, I guess. Because, you know, that you look like you're just looking at your regular event stats and mine isn't available. Mine still looks like how it does before the event starts. Weird. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, I'm going to drop. I'll, I'll talk to you guys later. Right on, slide. You have yourself yeah. a great night. Thanks for calling. You too. We tried. <laughs> Yeah, Clarence says it's got to be because you just joined, yeah, so you're not you're not uh, tainted by the previous season. Oh, let's see what else can we talk about tonight. That was interesting, wasn't it? Uh, we don't want to talk about that. We were just talking about that, so we don't need to talk about it anymore. Oh, here we go. Smoke with freedom. Mexicans get high in marijuana garden outside of Senate. Well, that sounds interesting. Let's go ahead and read more. A cannabis garden sprouting next to Mexico's Senate building has become a smoker's paradise, with Mexican stoners lighting up joints without fear of arrest. Hmm. The cannabis seeds sold in the plaza by Mexico Senate by, by pro-marijuana activists in February has mushroomed into strikingly large plants and have become a symbol of the drive to legalize marijuana in a nation driven by drug-related violence. Uh, being able to smoke here is freedom and, excuse me, being able to smoke here in freedom is very important to me, said Marco Flores, 
a barista sitting on a bench overlooking the Congress building. Uh, I no longer go out in the streets in fear. Hmm. Mexico's Supreme Court has ruled that laws prohibiting cannabis use are unconstitutional, but the government is yet to draft legislation that would formally legalize marijuana, leaving pot smokers facing criminal charges if caught smoking. But in the garden run by pro-marijuana activists, activists, people are allowed in for 30 minutes at a time and can light up in peace. So far, police appear to be turning a blind eye to the practice, though it's unclear how long that will last. <laughs> it's great that they've opened up a space for people who are open to new experiences or who want to find out a little bit about the subject, said Carlos Diaz, another smoker. They can come and check it out. <laughs> well, that's pretty fucking bold. Um, you know, they're just going to decide to grow some pot plants next to the Senate building. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess, I don't know if the Senate, can you imagine, can you imagine the same thing happened or if like someone decided they wanted to go pot some, uh, grow some pot plants, you know, right next to the white house. Uh, for one thing, you won't never even get near the white house, much less get a chance to plant stuff and then smoke it and smoke in the garden. Uh, I don't know how I'm, a, you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't know how the United States Senate building is set up as far as security goes, but I would assume the same thing that, that you would, would not be able to get anywhere near the actual building during, unless you have official business for it. Um, but I don't know, maybe it's not as secure as the white house and that kind of, in that nature, uh, but good for them. There takes a lot of balls to go grow some pot plants right where the cops can see you and then go smoke in there on a regular basis, right where the cops can see you. I like how they said the, the police haven't done anything so far because so, I wouldn't count on that on a continuing basis at all. Uh, let's see what else do we got tonight? Oh, look at that. The show's half over and I haven't said shit yet. <sighs> Speaking of people talking shit, uh, NYPD should stop making traffic stops, Attorney General says. New York Attorney General Letitia Letica James says the death, death of a Bronx motorist last October further underscore, goddamn, underscores the need for change. Uh, New York's Attorney General on Friday recommended the New York Police Department get out of the business of routine traffic enforcement, a radical change that she said would prevent encounters like one last year in the Bronx that escalated quickly and ended with an officer fatally shooting a motorist. Um, yeah. Uh, Attorney General uh, Letica James, who acts as a special prosecutor appointed to investigate certain police killings, argued that traffic stops for minor infractions often end in violence and that Alan Felix's death last October after he was pulled over for a seatbelt violation further underscores the need for this change. Um, that's an interesting, interesting argument. What do you guys think about that? Uh, what do you think? Well, fuck, what do you think would happen if they stopped enfor enforcing traffic laws in the first place? Uh, I think that your, the amount of deaths would increase dramatically. Uh, and I'd probably be a part of it. Cause if, if I got up tomorrow morning and they said, yeah, there's no speed limits anymore. Cause the police don't bother to enforce that shit. I would probably be driving like an idiot for a couple of days, at least until I got used to it. The, the funness of not having to worry about the, the uh, speed limit. But overall, that's probably a bad idea. I mean, it's not like all these traffic enforcement laws are out there just for shits and giggles. There's really good reasons why they put a, this road at the, a certain speed limit and that road at a certain speed limit or you know, allow you to not make a right-hand turn on a red there. I mean, they don't just arbitrarily throw that shit out there. They do it because it's uh, the safest way to conduct business on the road. Uh, and if the cops weren't around to enforce those rules, you know that people would fucking ignore them. People ignore them for the most part now. Uh, everything from speeding, which you know, I do a little bit of. Not really. I, I like to go about five over the speed limit. That's, that's why I keep myself at. What I actually like doing is accelerating to the speed limit as fast as I possibly can, which is uh, really fun, but probably frowned upon about by the police if they ever saw me doing that um but as far as like speeding i, I i'm about five over that's about it for me i don't f feel the need to uh go much faster than that because once again those speed limits speed limits are there for a reason if i'm uh, driving down the road that the speed limit is 35 i won't go more than 40 because there's probably a reason they don't want you to go any faster than that like there's a lot of uh, side streets coming out there or blind corners or you know lots of you know uh, point being there's a reason that there's a specific speed limit for each road um, 
Uh, and you know, people would just ignore that way worse than they do now. I mean, you'd have people going like 90 and a 45 on a regular basis. Um, yeah, fucking. Oh, Clarence said what I did was called an illegal, illegal takeoff. Or I think it was been called an unsafe start. Um, which is, you know, a matter of opinion, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, um, there's, yeah, there's a bazillion different roads, uh, uh, rules out there. So it's a little easy to break some without even thinking about it. You see minor ones broken on a constant, constant basis. Like, uh, like if I had a nickel for every time I saw somebody make a turn without using a turn signal, uh, I'd be making money in a really weird way. Uh, but I'd also have a lot of fucking nickels. Um, and I think I've told you guys how I felt about that before. Um, it just drives me up a wall. I'm like, God damn dude, that's not even hard to do. You know, you're about to make a turn. Go ahead and turn on your turn signal. And by the way, if you're one of those fuckers that gets into the left-hand turn lane up to the light and then stops and then turns on your left-hand turn signal, dude, we get it. Once you're there, now we've figured it out. The turn signals let me know that you're going to get into the left-hand turn lane and fucking make your turn. You know, don't turn on your turn signal during the turn fucking does not nothing at all, man. And, uh, I, I've ridden with people before and, and they wouldn't, you didn't, they'll make a turn and not use their turn signal. I'd be like, and I'd say, Hey dude, why didn't you learn, use your turn signal? And they say, Oh dude, there's nobody around. I'm like, well, dude, nobody that you see, that's who the turn signals for the people that you can't see. Okay. The, the, you don't need to use a turn signal on the people you can see They, you know, you, you, you know, the, you know what they're doing. The turn signals for the guy that you didn't see fucking who needs to know that he has to get out of your fucking way. Um, so that's how I feel about turn signals. Um, I'm not a huge fan of people going dramatically underneath, under the speed limit. Uh, but I try to be patient with that because there's normally a reason they're driving uh, slow. Like they're an old person or a new driver that's scared of something or things like that. So I tr I try to be a lot more reasonable about that than some other things. Cause I remember being 16, 17 years old, uh, 18 years old driving, uh, for the first time, long distances, you're like, you know, I started driving when I was 16, but just around my neighbor and shit like that. I didn't go long distances until I think I was 17 or 18. And to me, when I say long distance, the, my first long distance trips were like hour long drives each way from uh, where I lived to my uh, dad's house um, down in down river, uh, Detroit, uh, down, down rivers of what they call the area south of Detroit uh, along the Detroit river. There's a couple communities. Uh, and Doss is asking how high am I am. I am pretty high fucking, <laughs> but, uh, no, no more than the normal amount. I'm just really super tired. It's, uh, it's the end of the week. Uh, um, my job isn't physically tiring for the most part, but it's uh, mentally tiring and, and I do work out a lot now. So, um, I'm kind of running on fumes, <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, I only drink, I only drink, I only drink one joint before I do the show. Uh, I smoke one rather, and uh, um, that's normally enough. <laughs> God, I forgot. Oh, yeah, but yeah. So, but uh, and as a kid, I really remember being scared of driving a lot. You know, uh, the worst ones I can remember were driving in the rain for the first, uh, you know, year or two because uh, yeah, you know, I couldn't see, see shit. Um, a lot of it happened to me the first time when I moved into my dad's house uh, after I. I told you guys that I, I lived in my car for a while. Uh, after about six or eight months of that, my, my dad took pity and had me move in with him. Uh, he lived in like a different city, like an hour away from me. Uh, so I moved in with him and, you know, and the first thing I did was went out and got a job. Um, and most of the jobs I could find were night stuff. Like I worked security at a night, a night job. I delivered pizza at a night job, both at the same time at one point. Uh, so whenever it rained at night and I had to drive around, I was terrified. I didn't know the roads at all. Uh, most of the, a lot of the roads in his area are multi-lane ones, like, you know, two or three or, four, or two or three lanes going each way of a median. So I couldn't see what lane I was in most of the time. Um, I didn't know the area. I couldn't see, I couldn't see, uh, road signs. It was just fucking a nightmare for me to drive it back then. Uh, I think I might have night blinded or something cause it's hard as fuck for me to see. I remember driving down the road, going someplace. Uh, I think I was heading to my security job and I couldn't see the uh, the road. I couldn't see the lines on the road. And there's a guy in front of me. And I remember praying, please dude, just keep going. Don't turn off. Don't turn off. Don't turn off. Cause all I was doing was following him and hoping that he knew what lane we were fucking in. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, 
that's a uh, suck ass memory. <laughs> uh, but I'm better about it now, mostly because I don't drive to places I don't know at night. Uh, my work's pretty easy. I've been driving the same route to my work for 16 years. I think I could probably do that with my eyes closed. So it doesn't scare me if it's raining or snowy and you can't see the lines in the road because I, I know where the turns on the road are. Uh, but still, to this day, if if it's really raining out or we just had a snowstorm, uh, I don't like driving on roads I'm not familiar with because technically you know, it's really hard to see where the lines are. Um, I'm sure most of you guys experienced uh, driving in the winter. For those few of you uh, lucky to not have, uh, one of the worst parts of the of driving in the winter is in addition to the traction issues that you would assume people would have slipping and sliding or getting stuck in the snow, a lot of times uh, if it's snowing really hard and they haven't got around to clearing the roads, you can't see the lines in the road at all. It's just one big white patch. Uh, and all you end up doing is following like the tracks of the person in front of you that uh, if there isn't somebody directly in front of you. And that only works so well because if it's snowing like a bitch and you're not in a super populated area, uh, it can cover that up pretty quick. And, uh, and you don't need a lot of snow to cover the road. Like a quarter of an inch will do it if, uh, you know, if it's coming down quick enough. You know, the only, the only thing that keeps it off at that point is, is uh, cars driving back and forth on it. So if the, the road's not being driven on a bunch or if it's snowing really, really fast, it'll cover that shit. And uh, that's no fun at all. That's one of the main reasons why I'd like to move out of Michigan at some point if I ever strike it rich, just because I, I don't want to deal with the winter anymore. It's not a huge deal for me because I live really, really close to where I buy food. <laughs> and uh, as you guys know, Trish, most of the time I don't work in the winter, uh, but I'll still hit I'll still hit some normally at least one or two or three uh, good snows before I get out of there for the uh, season. Going back, it's really rare for me to get snow, uh, but it has snowed in late March or in April before, so it can happen. Um, I kind of, that's the only thing I regret about the car that I got was, uh, that it's not a four wheel drive, it's front wheel drive. So I should be okay. But, uh, my last couple of vehicles before that were, were four wheel drive. And I, I like that quite a bit better. That's why I was talking yesterday about maybe getting a challenger GT, even though it's not the fastest one, it's only got 300 horsepower. It's all wheel drive. So it'd make me a lot more comfortable having it during a, a Michigan winter. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, let's see what else we got to talk about today. That went farther than I thought it was. I don't even know. Oh yeah. They're talking about traffic stops. <laughs> Have you guys ever been pulled over for anything? Um, I'm pretty clean on that. Uh, I've got pulled over once for doing a 27 and a 25. He gave me a five over. He rounded up. Uh, he was sitting there waiting for a late model black car. And he said, well, obviously your 1978 cutlass was not the car that I was looking for, but since you're here, uh, and he also gave me a ticket for obstructed vision because uh, there was a crack in my windshield. Uh, if you're familiar with a 1978 Cutlass Supreme, it's got a gigantic fucking hood, and the crack was really way down low on the uh, windshield. So the only thing it obstructed was a view of the hood. Like, you could shift around, you know, in, inside of the car as much as you want. You could not see anything but hood where that crack was. So that was my first experience with cops giving uh, me tickets, uh, so I wasn't too happy about that. Uh, then the second time, I got a... Uh, seatbelt ticket when i was wearing a seatbelt <laughs> uh i was wearing a red coat and the uh, um um interior of the car was red uh so they pulled my friend that ran a, a stop sign so then they happened to be sitting there they pulled him over came up and talked to us uh and then uh came back you know went back to the car came back a couple minutes later and you know gave me a, a seatbelt ticket i'm like sir i'm wearing a seatbelt I, I, I reach over and pull it out and, you know, and show it to him. He goes, yeah, you put that on after we uh, walked up to the car the first time. Uh, I, I saw that you didn't have a seatbelt on. I'm like, I most certainly did. And, I, and that made me really angry because my friends used to make fun of me because uh, uh, my insistence on wearing a seatbelt. You know, back in the day, we were all, this is, uh, you know, we we're all young bucks. And I remember when they enacted the seatbelt rule uh, before that, you didn't have to wear one. Um, and so I, they always made fun of me for wearing my seatbelt because I always thought it was a good idea. Uh, because cars, you know, crash. And I certainly didn't trust my friends driving all that far. Um, so I was really upset about that for a while. Um, Homeboy88, yes, Sly's called in a, a couple times. Uh, um, who else called it? Someone else called in, didn't they? Yeah. Why losing my mind? But uh, feel free to call, man. We, we, we got about 15 minutes left. <laughs> uh, after that, um, that's the only, that's it. Uh, uh, oh, you know what? I, 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 I forget that. I forgot. Um, 
that was when I was like 18, 19, somewhere around there. Uh, about 20 years later, I got a, uh, a ticket for, uh, I don't even remember what he gave me a ticket for, what the exact charge was, but what he, Hey Rainer, how you doing boss? Uh, but what he gave me a ticket for was, uh, passing too close to somebody else is what he called it. Um, I was at a light and the person in front of me had been going slow as fuck for the last like five miles. And at that light, it was about to open up into a, another lane on the right. So when the light turned, you went like 10 feet and then opened up into another lane. So as soon as I could, I got into the other lane and went around her because I, I, I was making a right at that road. He thought that I got too close to her too aggressively you know, when I when I cut around her. So he stopped me and gave me a ticket for it. So uh, I, <laughs> I still to this day, I don't know what the ticket's actually for. Hey, Rainer, how you doing, boss? Well, great to hear from you, buddy. Thanks yeah, for right calling not. me. <laughs> How is your Sunday going, sir? It's not a bad Sunday. Yes. But uh, most importantly, you were asking about uh, getting pulled over. And I just had yeah. to tell you my, my mediocre story. Oh, there so you go. I go ahead, driving sir. down. <clears throat> Sorry. Didn't mm-hmm. mean to interrupt you, Jay, in the middle of your podcast. But... Okay, <laughs> go ahead, so sir. driving down my own street, like a block from my house, there's a stop sign that is completely pointless. And I'm like, there's never any cops here. I'm just going to roll through this thing. I roll through the thing and I look up, <laughs> look to my left and there's a cop right there. I'm like, oh my God, he saw the whole thing. Hope he doesn't pull me over. Of course, he pulls me right over. Wouldn't be much of a story if you hadn't, right? Right. <laughs> Back to the story, Jay. Uh, so I, I figure, uh, I heard the cops are cool to you. If you, you have both your hands on the steering wheel, you pull over right away in a nice, well-lit area, even though it was daytime. And you got your license ready and all that. And I did all that. And he walks up to my window and Jay... He was an African-American police officer. Okay. So that I immediately happens. feared for my life because race relations in this, this nation, of course, you know, but back to, back to the serious story here. He did. He let me off. He was cool to me. I was cool to him. I always give the cops respect and I don't have a problem. I think uh, if you throw a fit, if you oh, you don't have anything better to do than pull us over for fucking this shit, man, you know, that's when you got to get a ticket for sure. Oh, oh sure, sure. Not piss off cops. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. Well, here, here I'll tell you a story about the time. I, I, I'm pretty sure I've told this on the show before about the time that I uh, um, almost got a drunk driving ticket. Uh, it was uh, totally my fault. I totally deserved one. This now in my in my only defense, this is twenty something years ago where uh, um, drunk driving while it was still a bad thing, it didn't have quite the stigma that it did. Um, and in my defense, I didn't plan to be drunk driving. Uh, we went to the bar with my buddy. My buddy was the one that drove. Um, we've been sitting there drinking for a while and he starts telling me, Oh dude, you know, you're driving home. So you might want to watch out on that. I'm like, dude, I'm not driving home. I've never driven your brand new truck. Uh, I've been drinking. I'm not driving home. Uh, six or seven drinks later or so, or however many it was, uh, we're leaving. And he's like, dude, I told you you're driving home. And by that point I was drunk enough to go, well, okay, I guess I'm driving home. And, uh, so, uh, we're driving home. We stop, uh, stop at a light. And he goes, oh, well, what do you think? Is it fast? I go, yeah, it's, it's fast. It's probably, but it's probably not as fast as my Fiero. <laughs> and he goes, oh, dude, it's way faster than your Fiero. I'm like, no, nah, no. Nah. He goes, you guys haven't got into it. You try it out. You know, right, I'm the first person at the light. So when, uh, after he told me to try it out, of course I had to. So um, the light turns green. I nail it. T- uh, tires squawk and ah, blast through that intersection. I'm like, yeah. And then the lights go on behind me. <laughs> there was a cop directly behind me. Not a couple of cars back, not hiding around the corner. There was a cop directly fucking behind me when I did that shit. <laughs> so uh, I pull over uh, on a side road and you know, I, he does the entire cop routine. He, he, go, he goes, you know why I pulled you over? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I do, officer. <laughs> so he goes, have you been drinking tonight? I'm like, yes, sir, I have. Uh, he goes, Oh, uh, uh, have you been drinking a lot? I'm like, uh, I go, uh, more than I probably should have. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, well, and he's like, well, why, why did you do that? I'm like, well, uh, cause I didn't think I was driving, um, uh, honestly. So, um, I'd probably drink more than I should have. He goes, okay, well, um, once you get out, I'm gonna give you some field sobriety tests. I'm like, okay, no problem. You know, he gave me some field sobriety tests. I don't remember how I did on them. Probably not well. And then he had me do a breathalyzer. Uh, and then he sat me back down in the truck. Um, and then, you know, about 10 minutes later, he comes up, he goes, okay, do you have anyone that can give you a ride? I go, well, yes. Uh, actually the, the bartender at the bar that we were, uh, hanging out with, uh, we were, we're going, we were heading to his house where we, he'd given us his key and he, we, he was going to you know meet us there shortly. 
He goes, okay, you see that gas station over there? I want you to go over there, call him, tell him you need to be picked up. He goes, if I see you anywhere near this truck tonight, you're going to jail. Uh, he goes, can you do that? You're cool with that? Uh, I was like, you, you goddamn right, I'm cool with that. And that's what happened. So once again, and he, and he said, he goes, the only reason I'm doing this is because you were honest with me. That's pretty cool. I would have been afraid to have admit, admitted that I was drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do. I do. I knew I was fucked, dude. It wasn't like I wasn't sure if I'd uh, fail breathalyzer or, you know, or anything like that. I, I smelt like a brewery and I fucking knew it. Yeah. <laughs> that was back when I was drinking pretty, pretty heavy. So, um, I, I, I knew there wasn't a chance in hell that he wasn't going to give me a breathalyzer at the end of the, at the end of the fucking conversation anyways. So I didn't see any point in lying. Did he tell you what the breathalyzer number was? Oh uh, yeah. But it's been so many years. I don't remember it. It was a high number. <laughs> Come on, bro. It's the most part of the important part of the story. Yeah, I know. I honestly don't remember. I, I I'd be you making make something up, up a number, Jay. It's good radio. <laughs> yeah. No. I, the next time I'll make up a number. But yeah. So I've gotten really lucky, and I, that definitely learned my lesson uh, on uh, drunk driving. I, I, you know, after that, I never did it again. Um, I let other people do it instead. I mean, which is not much better, but really. But uh, yeah, that was the end of my career, drunk uh, drunk driving. Um. I got I got my uh, friend in almost as bad a trouble. Uh, my one of my friends he got uh, busted for a, a DUI uh, by um, because okay story was uh, oh hold on a second uh, we could probably save that story for another day. I have a feeling we're gonna finish out the show with this. <laughs> What's up, Maxi baby? Today, Junior. I think he's got some bad internet connection. Bless his best, it. baby. It is what it is, man. No, you know what? Sorry. We don't know what. Oh. I'm Poor sure Maxi, baby. Israel Adesanya, motherfucker. He pointed and said oh, yeah, the octagon like me, and he said, come on, motherfucker. And he knocked that fucking... Balloon, animal, inflated, whatever he said, eh? And he knocked them clean <laughs> out, Holmes. Yeah. Uh, and I believe I called that motherfucking That's shit. That's right. I don't know if you guys listen to it. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I mean, it worked out pretty close to how I fucking said so, it was going to, too. <laughs> you know, everybody called that except Mike Swick. Yeah. The one pro yeah. fighter that made a prediction on that got it wrong. I heard, oh, I yeah. heard Barack Obama... And Barack Obama called it on your show too, Holmes. I heard him. I heard him on your show, eh? Yep. He called it too. Remember, he said he's a counterpuncher, Holmes. Yep. So yep. everybody yep. called it. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, know who. I don't know who the fuck called it wrong. They're <laughs> they're fucking on the short bus. Bunch of one bunch of window lickers. Whoever said Costa, Holmes. <laughs> no, I'm not no? saying they necessarily. No, not everyone said Costa, but some of them, some of them thought it'd be like a five-round decision or some shit like that. I can't remember exactly. Um, oh wow, the juicer said he was uh, up, hey. up over. Hold on a second, give me uh, over eight over going. I'm over. Uh, oh, go ahead, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just gonna say I'm over here partying with, I'm over here partying with Israel Adesanya over here in uh, Abu Dhabi, Holmes. Oh wow, I didn't know you oh, made yeah. the trip over there. Yeah. How was that? Oh yeah, I saw the fight live. You didn't see me home? You didn't see my hair? I grew it <laughs> out again, hey? I was in oh. the audience. Oh no, I didn't see that. Yeah. I, didn't watch, I didn't actually watch it. I went to bed. <laughs> I got a observation. Of course you did. Of course you did, Jay. Holy shit, man. <laughs> what was that, Rainer? Okay, a lot of Africans are Muslim right over there, as far as I know. I see him wearing a cross earring, so most likely he's Christian. But his name is Israel, which is a really popular name for Jews. That's yeah, the end of my observation. I think you're oh. overanalyzing this shit, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Catholic. Yeah, I, 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 I think you're right. And, and, and also, it says broken native on his chest. What the fuck does that have to do with anything, Holmes? What, he's tribal too? So he's a tribal Christian. I googled that in today. a Muslim country. Get out of here, Holmes. <laughs> I googled that that thing, that broken native. Son of a bitch. I didn't. I didn't know New Zealand had a large Muslim compliment. <clears throat> so I guess I learned something new. Can I say something? You certainly can. What's up? I like them better with the afro, Holmes. I like yeah. them better with the afro. 
he kind of looked uh he looked different of course <clears throat> he kind of looked like arnold from different strokes hey <laughs> but i'll tell you uh, you know what that's bad <laughs> what you what you talking about willis what you talking about holmes yeah you know what i take that yeah. back edit that out of your show hey <laughs> yeah no problem yeah let me get the editing equipment out it doesn't sound the same without the UPS truck. No, nah, no, nah, I don't think it's bad. No, you're fine. You're fine. But what's no, he going like to do anyways? Yeah, I you... like him with the afro, and then he puts the, <clears throat> then he puts the pick in his hair, and he and he like you know does the fucking double flip, and he points at the camera, and he does the guns, eh? I like that shit, Holmes. Yeah, he's very. But, uh, oh um, well, whatever. I'll... Yeah, I'm just bummed out that Dana's clamping down on his uh, entrances because he had some really fucking <clears throat> hilarious ones. I know, eh? Was that, Randy? We, we, missed, we missed you both last night on the, uh, the Sly Dogs podcast. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. Well, once winter comes, uh, unless uh, uh, unless things go awry, I should be able to do some uh, of the fight companions with you guys. So that'll be a lot of fun. That, uh, and it, that, that's, mm-hmm. too, that's too bad, eh? Because I asked Uncle Dana before this, I was going to ride a sea turtle into the octagon, homes. Oh, wow. That would have been pretty to slow. To represent actually. Hawaii. Yeah, that'd be pretty slow. Maybe you can do like a. <laughs> uh, He's high. He's high. Uh, so what, hey? So <laughs> what, Holmes? What? I don't deserve it. I don't deserve <laughs> no. it. You're going to give it a fucking Volkanovsky? You're going to let him go in there? Fucking fuck that motherfucker, eh? Uh, anyways, great son. Great Sunday show, Holmes. I just wanted to call in and uh, tell you that that's my homeboy, you know, Israel Adesanya, and uh, good job, Holmes. Yeah, yeah, he did a great job. Fucking, uh, that's pretty, uh, yeah, that's pretty fucking impressive. Um, and I, I, I want to like the guy for the most part. He's in the nerdy sh- stuff and, an- and anime and shit like that, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, but the entire disrespectful part kind of, uh, like when he humped the guy at the uh, at, at the end of the fight and, and mimicked that he was going to splooge all over uh, his coaches and shit. Um, Would that be I realized, cool if he was doing it in like a okay. gay MMA promotion? Yeah, gay MMA I don't give a shit if the guy's gay or not. You know, no, but no, that's no, not no, no. But I just mean the audience wasn't happy about it. But no. the point is, if it was a gay MMA promotion, would the audience be happy about that? Hmm. Uh, that's a theoretical question. I can't Okay, guys, I got to go. All right, Maxie. Hey, I gotta go. Calling, I'm man. gonna go rob a bank. I gotta go rob a bank right now, Holmes, because I what? got robbed. All right, peace out. <laughs> peace out, Maxie. <laughs> yeah, looks like um, that's the end of the show, folks. Yeah, yeah, pretty much is. Yeah, we got like another minute and a half. What was I talking about? Probably something tremendously important. The most important <laughs> thing we've talked about all day. Yeah, I probably forgot about it. You know, my grandma used to say, "If you can't remember what you're gonna say, it was probably a fucking lie." Grandma was something know, like that. I got uh, my buddy got pulled over when I was in the car. I had my seatbelt on. He didn't have his on. Mm-hmm. He got a seatbelt ticket, and then the cop goes to me. He goes, "You didn't look like you were wearing your seatbelt either when I pulled you over," which was bullshit. But you mm-hmm. know, I, didn't oh, yeah, I had that happen to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, that's to... that's why I'm telling you. I had the same thing happen to me, dog. Dog, you know what I'm saying? they're just oppressing us. That's not right at all. <laughs> uh, however, on the other hand. I've had a whole bunch of my friends get pulled over. At one point, uh, they're starting to think that like I was a bad luck charm because <laughs> so, like, cause I, I had like five or six friends get pulled over and taken away over the course of like a year and a half. Yeah, I got to the, got pretty frustrating. I'm like, uh, well, all the, most of the times the cops are nice enough to give me a ride home. <laughs> so, the, the, but a couple of times they're like, nope. I'm like, oh man, now I got to try to figure out how to get home at three in the morning. God damn it, dude. You guys are making life rough on on the jester but uh, some of those are stories for other times i imagine all righty then yes sir to close out the show now that's correct sir uh i want to thank you for calling in rainer appreciate it i want to thank maxi baby sly dog and everybody else who called in i feel like i'm missing somebody uh i want to thank the og army can't do the show without you guys uh we're gonna be back here tomorrow at six o'clock and we're gonna do this whole thing all over again um I want to until thank then you. oh well i thank you sir i appreciate it uh no until then well, at this point, no, probably not. It's not going to randomly running? fire stuff up. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, uh, until next time, I'm Pastor Jay, and you guys have yourself a great day. Bye, everybody. <laughs>
later for you.